Hey Checkmates, it's your Uncle Derek. Uh, just a quick update here, and we'll also do a book review, because that's apparently what I do now when these things happen. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, As you may have guessed, I'm uploading this from my phone, rather than doing all the usual editing and stuff that I do with these episodes that many of you might not even miss. Like, this might be enough for some of you. In which case, uh, it seems like I've wasted a lot of time and money doing all the editing and things. But anyway, uh, I'm doing this from my phone because I'm having a software issue that is preventing me from uploading an episode. Actually, let me change that. I'm having a software issue that's preventing me from recording an episode. I know exactly what I want to talk about, and I can't do it. Uh, I'm... It's it's complicated and boring, and it won't do you any good for me to describe it. The long and short of it is, I meant to have an episode up on Tuesday. I am now hoping to have one up on Saturday, and then we'll kind of take a little bit longer and upload on the, not the very next Tuesday, but the one after, you know. Uh, in October, we'll do a new episode that's actually fully an episode, but... Uh, in the meantime, I'm just letting you know it's delayed because of a software thing. I'm sorry, I didn't see this coming. I'm in touch with technical support that is slow to respond, and, you know, it's not their fault, but they're slow to respond. And, uh, uh, yeah, it's frustrating. I'm hoping to get this resolved by Saturday. I actually have a backup plan of how to record this that's just a lot more difficult if uh, if I can't get the stuff that I normally use working. But uh, you'll get a new episode soon enough. In the meantime, here's an upload from my pocket, from <laughs> on my phone. Uh, book review. I did a book review last time we did this. I, I talked about Raymond Chandler's The Big Sleep. Uh, this time I'm going to talk about uh, William Goldman's The Princess Bride, which you're all, you're all familiar with the movie, at least, I'm sure, The, the Princess Bride, with your, uh, uh, your Wesleys and your Buttercups and things. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sure you've seen that, if nothing else. You might not know, if you, you know, just have only seen the movie, you might not know. It's actually based on a book by, by a gentleman called William Goldman. Although, to keep with the sort of mythos of the book, I should say that it's by S. Morgenstern, and William Goldman edited, edited the original text down to its good parts. Uh, there, there's a whole layer to that that you only understand if you've read the book. And even then, a lot of people don't understand it. <laughs> it's uh, uh, there's a there's a layer of comedy and a layer of joke to the story of the book that is so well written and so wonderfully done that a lot of people don't even realize that it's a joke. And that's the best kind of joke, as I'm sure you're aware. But uh, uh, William Goldman wrote The Princess Bride uh, or edited it for all intents and purposes. However. You want me to say that, depending on your knowledge of the book. Um, uh, I found out that this year, 2023, is the 50th anniversary of the book. Who knew? Nobody made a big deal of that to me. Nobody told me that. I just happened to be thinking about it and just sort of Googled one day and found out, holy crap, it's the 50th anniversary. That's incredible. How have I not been celebrating this all year? I love that movie. I love that book. I need to reread the book. Blah, 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 blah. So set out about finding my copy of the book, which I could not do. I don't know what happened to it. It could be anywhere. Maybe I loaned it out. If one of you has it, please let me know. 
So I had to go out and buy a new copy. Not, uh, not thrilled with the cover that I got, but I had to go out and buy a new copy. And, uh, I got the new copy and just started reading it, and it's just as great as I remember it being. I mean, obviously it was written, what, what would that be, 1973? Is that correct? 70, 80, 90, 2013, 23. Yes, 1973. Uh, and so obviously there's a little bit of, you know, eh, times have moved on from what he wrote there, but, you know. Um, not, it's not, it's not that bad. There's a lot of stuff that's worse, even from that same era, you know, but there's a little bit of that, and you just kind of accept that, you know, that's, that's just the nature of pop culture. Uh, as the, as, as, uh, culture changes, so does pop, basically. <laughs> so, uh, thankfully, culture has changed for the better in some ways, and, you know, even by the time the movie came out, we'd moved on, on a little bit, and, you know, they, they made some things feel a little bit better, so. I, I believe if uh, Mr. Goldman were alive today, he would probably be writing things that were very enlightened. Uh, but the, the book turned 50, and uh, I loved that story, so I just started reading it again. I've been having a lot of fun with it, and sort of looking at the differences between the book and the movie, of which there are several. Uh, one of the ones that jumped out at me is I recently, without knowing that this was the 50th anniversary, without doing any excess thinking about the, the story... A friend of mine and I were talking about uh, the concept of lightning sand, which is, it's called lightning sand in the movie, but he had said, isn't it called snow sand? And I was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sure on that one, because like, I've seen that movie a lot, and I like gave him a YouTube link where it says lightning sand in the, uh, in the fire swamp and whatnot. If you haven't seen the movie or read the book, then all of this is a mystery to you. But it's a it's a fantasy comedy romance uh, swashbuckling type story. It's, at one point, there's a fire swamp in it. There is lightning sand, which is similar to quicksand but faster. That's that's where we are right now for the purposes of this story. Um, so yeah, I was I was sure that it was lightning sand, and he was like, "Yeah, it's funny. I thought it was snow sand." And that was the extent of the conversation. It wasn't like an argument. I just, you know, <laughs> happened to know that, no, it was lightning sand in the movie. Uh, in the book, it is absolutely snow sand. It is absolutely snow sand in the book. In fact, the book goes out of its way to point out the difference between lightning sand and snow sand and specify that the fire swamp has snow sand in it. I don't know why they went with lightning sand in the movie. Uh, probably it just sounded cooler and, uh, you know, whatever. But, uh, uh, yeah, that was, that's one of the things that jumped out at me in the book. There are also, of course, are scenes in the book that are not in the movie. Uh, there's this whole zoo of death that isn't in the movie that I can see why, because in, in the time and in the way that that movie was filled, it would have been unfilmable, you know, so they had to just kind of move things along, but... Um, there's, uh, yeah, there's just, there's stuff like that. There's, there's differences, and the differences in the book are, fu are fun to, you know, kind of spot compared to the movie and whatnot. But, uh, uh, yeah, I've been rereading it, and I've been having a great time, and I've been really loving the kind of, the, just the structure of the story is, it's, it's really rewardingly structured, and, uh, uh, because there's, it jumps back and forth between the story being told in the book and the, uh, author interrupting to talk <laughs> a little bit about uh, uh, sort of the editing process of the book, more or less. This is all, I'm trying to maintain a little bit of the mystique of the book and not just give away the farm on it in case you've never read it. You really should. It's very, uh, it's very different from the movie. 
basically in the same way here's a way to think of it in the same way in the movie uh the uh, uh kid from wonder years uh fred savage and uh uh peter falk i almost called him columbo the way that fred savage and peter falk interrupt the story occasionally and talk that's sort of what the author does in the text that's it, it's it's a similar kind of device and uh it's done so beautifully and wonderfully in the book everything in the book is done beautifully and wonderfully it's uh, it's such a I've just loved the story for a long time. You know, I remember seeing the movie in the theaters when I was a kid and just falling in love with it because it, I mean, it has something for everybody. It's got, there's definitely a lot of romance in it. It's it's a love story at its heart, uh, but it's got a lot of, there's sword fighting, there's giants, there's uh, fire and, and swashbuckling and and uh uh miracles and a little bit of wizardry in that way and and uh it's a lot of comedy it's very very funny in the book and in the movie it's a wonderful wonderful story and i remember just i i think i was roughly the age of the kid that fred savage plays when i saw it you know and I, that was a great window into the movie for me that sort of put me in the movie as a kid and uh, just I just fell in love with it in a way that, I mean, there are, every now and again when I, I, I don't share a lot of it, but I, I do some creative writing every now and again just to keep my brain working. And it's amazing to me how often I write something and go, oh, that, I, I clearly I'm stealing from the Princess Bride right now, you know? <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, I just, I, I've loved that story for a long time. I've loved that movie for a long time. I read the book after seeing the movie. Uh, I think the first time I actually read the book was in a high school class. I think we had a like an abridged version that cut it down to a like a couple hundred pages that we read as a group in a in an English class, presumably because the English teacher just didn't want to teach for a while. <laughs> so we read that book, and because uh, we read it, I, I remember that. I remember reading it out loud, and I remember one of the teacher's assistants had recorded chapters like on a tape that the teacher played of him reading it uh, so that we had like a certain pacing to it and we weren't, you know, we weren't high school kids just dicking around and not, not you know, reading it very well, you know. Um, I, I, I can't remember her name. I can see her in my head, but I, I can't remember her name, the teacher. Uh, but I, I'm grateful to her for having introduced me to the book version of this. You know, because it was kind of, oh, this is, this is really different, and it's a lot more interesting. Uh, you know, a couple of years ago, when, Will, when William Goldman passed away, uh, I noted on my social media that, you know, he had written The Princess Bride, and I'd seen the movie, and I'd read the book, and you wouldn't believe it, but the book's better. Uh, and it is. No, that's taking nothing away from the movie. I've got a couple versions of the movie. I've got the DVD of the movie and the sort of blue cover. They had like a pink cover and a blue cover at one point. You chose which one was you when I chose the blue cover because I'm a boy. Uh, and <laughs> I was in my 20s and I still, you know, whatever. Um, uh, but yeah, I've got that. And I've, of course, got the Criterion Collection Blu-ray edition, which is great. And I need to dive into the supplements of that. I think there's even... Uh, I think there's even Rob Reiner reading the book, I think, is one of the bonuses on the Criterion Blu-ray. So that, I mean, maybe I'm wasting my time reading it myself. Maybe I should listen to Rob Reiner doing it. But but then again, who really wants to listen to Rob Reiner do anything? And I like Rob Reiner, but who wants to listen to him? 
so yeah, I I I I I've loved that movie for a long time. I've loved that book for a long time. I I know after we read it in high school, I also read it independently just because, you know, you, you even though you have an experience, sometimes you want your own experience with something. Like I had the experience of reading that with the group. I wanted the experience of sitting and and reading it and you know, drinking a cup of tea or whatever was my poison at the time and and uh, uh, just sort of experiencing it at my own pace with the the voices of the characters you know, in my own head and that kind of thing. And of course the voices and the characters of the characters in the book are the voices of the characters in the movie for me. Like that that's one of those things. Like those those actors are forever those characters to me. It's always Robin Wright Penn, uh or I guess she's just Robin Wright now. Uh or uh it's and it's always Carrie Elwes Ewells. I've never really known how he pronounces it, but you know who I mean. Robin Hood from the Mel Brooks movie. Uh it's always him, it's always Andre the Giant, it's always uh Wallace Shawn, it's always uh Mandy Patankin. Uh, Miracle Max is Billy Crystal. You know, it's 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 one of those things. You know, I saw the movie first. Those are the voices that I'm going to hear in my head forever. I have a feeling, even if I had read the book first, I still would have loved the movie, and those would still be the characters for me. You know, uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful story. If you've never read it, I highly recommend reading it because it's such a fun read. It's, I mean, it's a long book. Don't get me wrong. There, I, one of the chapters, I think, like just the chapter itself, I think had something like 50 page turns in my edition. <laughs> Cause I, I'm one of those people that does that. I sit down, I get to a chapter, I go, all right, how many page turns before I'm at the end of this chapter? And I kind of count them. And I think one of them had like about 50 something. So, uh, there, I mean, it, it is, it, it is a, a long read in that way, but it's not a difficult read. And there are plenty of places to stop, even if you don't get to the end of a chapter. There's plenty of places to take a breath and stop. You don't have to worry about that. I did that a couple of times myself. And I'm actually still not done with the book because I've been taking my time with it and just really enjoying it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for times where, okay, I know I don't have anything to do for a little while, and I can just enjoy this. You know, I'm not like... Because sometimes you read a book and you just try to cram in your reading, but I'm, I'm not trying to cram anything in. I'm trying to really enjoy it and take my time with it. So that that takes a little longer. Uh, I'm a little over halfway through it right now, but you know, having read it already, it's that that makes it easier. And when I do sit down and read, I can read it fairly quickly because I sort of know what's happening. Uh, but I've I've been really enjoying this read through. I hadn't read it in several several years, and I've been really really enjoying it and finding little quotes in there and things that are just wonderful that I don't think I ever recognized before and because you know sometimes in your head you're like okay I'm just looking for what's the next major story beat you know but upon a reread you you pick out the little quotes that are, are nice one of the lovely quotes from it was a line about uh, Princess Buttercup which was uh uh, her heart was a secret garden, and its walls were were very high. And I said, "Oh, that's that's beautiful. I love that. You know, like I I I I, I want to remember that one. You know, forever. I want to meet that girl. Actually, uh, although actually, I'm 43. I want to meet that woman. Um, <laughs> let's clarify. But uh, uh, finding little, just little quotes like that that Goldman sprinkled throughout that are are just just beautiful little moments of prose that and in amongst the comedy you get some really beautiful stuff uh so there's your book review of a 50 year old book 
that's what I've been up to in my spare time between other things. I've also been working on some music. I've also been trying to get my software working to record either the music or the <laughs> podcast. And we'll see where we are there. Actually, the music stuff I've demoed a little bit just through the longer, complicated method that I was referencing. Because, you know, I can. I've got time with that. But uh, I've been fighting technology this week, Checkmates. So sorry that uh, you're getting another book review instead of a full-on episode. But in fairness, if we'd have done a full episode, this book review would have been in it. I still would have talked about it. I may even alluded to it. Then let me try that sentence again. I may even allude to it when I do do the episode. Well, we'll see. Because I sort of want to take a picture of that book and the Criterion DVD and put it on the uh, blog. And put, you know, make that part of the cover photo and whatnot. Kind of want to do that anyway. So maybe you'll hear this again. Or a truncated version of it anyway. Like the good parts version of this book review. Maybe I'll do that in the next episode. You don't know. I don't know. Hasn't happened yet. We'll find out together in the future. Whatever happens, contact me at dbaderekbrink.com and let me know if you're happy that I did it or if you're uh, angry that I didn't. Because I, I may or may not even remember to do it. I may or may not even remember that I did this. It's hard to say. <laughs> the point is, I'm sorry, there's not a full episode right now. I hope this little 15-minute or 17-minute or whatever it is book review filled a little bit of that gap for you. I hope to have an episode up over the weekend, and then we'll take a little bit longer, and on the following Tuesday, not the very next Tuesday, but the one after, we'll do a full episode again, assuming everything's working, etc., etc., etc. Until then, uh, yeah, you can contact me at dbaterikbrink.com to talk to me about stuff if you want to, because uh, some of you like to do that. Uh, the blog is emptychecking.blogspot.com. I should put links to these last two uploads on there because they're actually, there's some substance to them. So I'll, I'll do that in a little bit. Maybe not by the time you hear this. Probably not by the time you hear this, but I'll, I'll do that at some point for the people who only go to the blog. Um, of which there are several. You'd be surprised. But anyway, thanks so much for your patience and for listening to this and I hope it was at least a little bit of a good time for you. It was a good time for me. I enjoyed talking about that. I wish this were a, a formal episode and sounded decent and didn't have the echoey nature of this room that I'm in. I'm just kind of doing this, you know, on the fly, run and gun. So, uh, yeah, I wish this was done on a proper microphone with decent mixing equipment and, and editing software and all that. But I, I hope this filled a little bit of the, a little bit of the, the gap that I'm, I'm leaving by not doing a full episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your support and all of that. Really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, I guess there's nothing else to say except for, uh, you know, please remember to keep yourselves happy, healthy, and safe. Please remember that Black Lives Matter, that LGBTQIA plus rights are human rights, that women's rights are human rights, and they shouldn't have to tell you any of that. And checkmates, please be good to each other, be good to yourself, forgive each other, and forgive yourself, and while you're doing all that, check us out next time. I really, really promise that as long as nothing happens to me, there's going to be a next time. <laughs> All right? In the meantime, thank you very, very much. I'll talk to you soon.